When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. A very warm welcome to the latest Blakey's Boot Room podcast here from Wales Online. The end of the season is nearly upon us and that means it's time for the awards to be dished out. Nathan Blake and Paul Abandonato are here to do just that ahead of the official ceremony uh, at the club which is being held on Sunday evening, I believe, at the stadium there. Chaps, before we get into the uh, the awards, best player, best goal, etc., let's briefly talk about Wigan and it will be very brief. Nil-nil at Wigan, anything to say? Anybody? Um, <laughs> I My prediction was like, I'm terrible at predicting, I have to say, but I thought they'd go there and just wipe the floor with them. I thought we're going to put up a fight. Mm. I thought once Cardiff got on top, I thought they'd get a goal and, and then like take them to the cleaners and Wigan's heads would go down. But fair play to Wigan, they stuck in it. And um, Cardiff, what I'm going to say, just an average performance all around. I think it sums up Cardiff defensively brilliant. Got a great base from which to build for next season, but lacking in invention, flair and goals. So I think the game mm, summed up where they are at the moment, where they need to improve in the next few weeks. Mm, they miss big Kenneth Zohar up front. Absolutely, absolutely. And that is kind of uh, a worry for next season also, because I think to go into a season with one striker um, who's capable of getting goals in a championship, mm. you know, I, well, speaking the speaking of Neil Warnock, he would know this because of his record in the championship. But unless you can get a squad that spreads those goals around everywhere, and someone ends up with a couple of players end up in the in the fifteens, sixteen uh, sort of area, then you're going to need yeah. two strikers who are capable of getting you twenty goals a piece at least. I think. Yeah, yeah. Uh, just quickly then, Paul, a brief word on, on Ricky Lambert. Obviously, Zahor out, Lambert not picked. Uh, he's gone, yeah, this summer. Is that, is that fair to well, say? Warnock just doesn't seem to like him, does he? The fact that Warnock picked Pilkington ahead of him for Saturday's game um, says a lot. Says it all, the yeah. fact that he has constantly said in recent times that it's not a fitness issue, he just prefers other players. Mm. Um, Blakey's had some good views on Lambert, saying that you know the the so-called guarantees are coming down from the Premier League to the Championship. He, he's a perfect example of why that it doesn't work that mm-hmm. way. Um, we've got to remember, you know, when was it? Back in back in August, right at the end of August, he was the blue riband capture. Mm-hmm. He was the name to excite the fans, ex Liverpool, and not that long ago with England as well. Mm-hmm. Um, he was the one who was going to come down and. Score the goals that would hopefully lead to a promotion. Well, he scored the Euro, so Euro qualifiers, didn't he? Yeah. Leading um, but as, as Blakey has said before, straight away, I mean, because of his own lack of mobility and athleticism and his legs going a little bit at 34, 35 years of age, he needed quick players around him. And the one thing Paul Trollope's team lacked was pace. Mm. Um, when Warnock came in, you still thought Lambert would, would figure Future, under him. Yeah, I did, um, for whatever reason, it's not happened. But a fundamental reason in 2017 about why Lambert's gone so far down the pecking order has been the emergence of Cancel Hall, which nobody foresaw. Yeah. Um, and that's just, I don't know what's happened there. It's almost magnified the situation as to the lack of mobility that uh, Ricky has. Mm. 
in Kenneth's strength, prowess, air, aerial ability, being able to run the channels, being able to hold up the ball, and being able to finish, whether it's running through and dinking keepers yeah. or whether it's just sheer power. I mean, the one goal for me, it's, which I know we're coming on the goal of the season and all that, but my camera was getting the left footed. It was like an awkward from the right hand side of the box here with his left foot so powerfully and just smash past the keeper so I think the emergence of Kenneth like, like Paul says no one foresaw that and um, it's it's just you know Ricky's just faded away if you like uh, which is sad but yeah no pace in the team it was never going to be a good idea buying a striker without pace when there's mm. no pace in the squad and to be fair between um, Paul Trollope and uh, Ken Chu on the board that should have been it was so blatantly obvious we've been saying it in here for two years that the, the, that the club the team the squad lacks pace and um, I'd also been saying the only player with pace in the whole squad was Kadeem Harris but got overlooked got overlooked overlooked now he's he's a regular so you have to wonder you know even those in charge we say Paul Trollope, Worry the Wales, brilliant, blah, 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 blah. But I'd like to know what the setup is behind the scenes, who choose, who chose the players. And just, I'd like to understand how Paul Trollope seen that as a good fit. Because, you know, whilst Ricky's a, a good player, if you're just talking about finishing still, you know, he give you all you need. But you need movement, you need, you know, the aerial prowess, you need people running beyond him and that was never the case but back on August the 31st it is worth reiterating and reflecting rather to say that there was genuine excitement about him coming down maybe it was because of the lack of other quality mm. in the site lack of quality and other signings that were made but there was excitement there was a feeling that the club lacked leaders within that dressing room and he was a dressing room leader mm. they really needed what I would what what Blakey can offer though is, is this perspective he won't have come cheap with his Liverpool and England background. He still has a year to go on his contract. What does he do in this situation? <laughs> At his age? Uh, it, it would depend, Paul, if he wants to play, which I would have thought a player of his uh, magnitude will want to. He knows he's not going to get football time here. And probably the reason why Neil Warnock has or didn't choose to play him on Saturday is exactly that. He don't want to give him hope that he's going to be involved next season. So you're almost like giving him his ticket, telling him, look, you're not involved at all. I'm going to play a winger before you, if I can. So unless I'm down to my very last... If you're the very last striker, then maybe you'll get a shout. you know. But if I've got people who I think can cover here or cover there in that striker position, I'll play them before you. So... Got the width of a typical Cardiff City mutually terminated contract at the end of the season. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But they need they you know, in all fairness, they really need to sort sort their whole, you know, transfer sign ins, players going out. They need to sort all that out because they they lose so much money on acquiring talent mm. and then they lose so much money on the other end of letting talent go for nothing whether that's contractually, you know, it running down and then them having to let them go for free or, you know, 
realising they've made a mistake in who they've signed and it doesn't fit into what they're trying to do and then having to you know agree them up and pay them up and, and get them out early so yeah. it, all it does is, 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 is cost the club money indeed indeed well hopefully that will all change uh, probably slightly different now under Warner uh, mm-hmm. going forward mm-hmm. let's talk awards then let's talk, uh, let's talk about nice things mm. awards award nights a couple of drinks all that sort of thing um, let's kick off with goal of the season you mentioned uh, you mentioned when a Zahor was there there's been a, been a few I like, mainly I can, from Kenneth Zahor I can't remember who it was against it was that one uh, it's Pilkington against Bristol uh, City um, Gunnarsson's the other day Gunnarsson's the other day was a great strike was yeah. um, who was that against Forest. Forest. Um, the one that stands out for me, if I can intervene, I is, is Zahora as a game. Was it against Preston on the Tuesday night? Yeah, we love that keeper. <laughs> right, got it in his own half. <laughs> went past two players, sped away. Um, then I saw it, funny enough, it was on Sky again the other night, this goal, for some reason. What I did, uh, was it on record? Have you just been playing it and playing no, it? <laughs> what I didn't notice at the time was he actually then deliberately dinks the ball to his left to take it even further away from the defenders mm. and then he still has the coolness to chip it over the goalkeeper mm. and Blakey laughs at this that is the best <laughs> goal I have seen at Cardiff City Stadium apart from a Gareth Bale wonder solo goal against Iceland when he was almost arm wrestled off the pitch and still managed to come through and score for Wales mm. that night that's the best goal I've seen at that ground it was that good so we know Paul's uh Shout for goal of the season. Does any nothing comes close to that people? No. No, the the ones Blakey's mentioned, I was there at Bristol when Pelkin scored that wonder goal. I was there, I saw Gunnison's goal. There there've been one or two others that have been really, really good in any other season, but mm. that just stands out head and shoulders above any other for me. Mm. Head and shoulders. No, I wouldn't go against it close. because uh, you know, He's got so much loving for me. He might just—he might fall out with me if I say it that. <laughs> so that's my favourite goal too, Paul. Remember, you said that that was the moment he, he didn't realise Kenneth Zahor could do that. No, he came, He was like a lad in coming floating on a carpet, though Paul did. In <laughs> I've just seen what I never thought I was going to see. But you have to give him credit. You have to give Kenneth Zahor credit because that's what football's about, mate. It's about. You know, anyone who tells you, oh, I know it's about winning, losing, and that's it. Mate, I would say it's about entertaining. Mm. And Kenneth Zaho has given Paul a moment that he's going to cherish and never forget. That's what I love about the game. Mm. Sounds like an easy winner there, then. I'm not going to disagree with him. Okay. <laughs> I don't think... I lose would. my life. I think we'd all be surprised if that didn't win goal in the season. Mm. I think, uh, to, be fair, to be fair. But what about Young Player of the Year, then? That's a tricky one. Depends what criteria you're setting yeah. for young players. Yeah, yeah. I suppose I, I would look at um, Riles, I think, has had a, a good season, steady season. Although early on, I think most players were struggling and the trollop. Uh, they didn't seem to have the confidence they've shown under Neil Warnock. But um, I would say also Kadeem Harris. I think he's going to be in with a shout. Um... You look at it, we haven't got too many young candidates because you know players like Declan John and people like that. They just that's that's that we we've we've got very little young talent coming through. If you like, mm. do you know what I mean? So there's only probably two. How old is Bennett? 
again, he's in his early 20s. Yeah, it depends so what's cri- what criteria we're Yeah, if we're saying tw- 23, 24, then are we an under? Well, I think it's probably under that. I mean, Zahora's 23, so, so okay. it'll be a shoo-in for Without wishing to make this account Zahora, it'll be a shoo-in for Zahora. But I think if we're looking a bit younger than that, so yeah, you're probably looking at Kadeem Harris, realistically, aren't you? Yeah, it's, I mean, there's only... That's, that's, the, that's a, a, I suppose, a sad reflection on what's happened with the academy stroke 21s or 23s whatever you want to call it over the past two or three years yeah. well three or four years we we haven't produced mm, so that. Well, the team house is 23 isn't it? Is yeah, it? yeah it's 23, well, and he's someone we bought in Bennett bought in you know the only one I can think of who has come through the system is Declan uh, that's quite a scary prospect so anyway let's hope mm. that improves Good to see that Mark Harris get his debut as an aside on the his league debut on the on yeah the yeah very good very good. I think we fudged that one then, haven't we? Yeah, because young player of the year. Well, it can only uh, I, I'd give it to Kenneth Hall just in case Paul like. <laughs> <laughs> no, I would say I would I would say for me it was it has to be isn't it twenty three and under, and I would go with um, Harris because I think he's. Whilst I think he he, 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 he he can improve, needs to improve, I want him to improve because I think there's more there, a lot more. Um, I think what he's done under the circumstances, under Paul Trollope, first of all, who seemed to almost sabotage the boys <laughs> uh, playing by constantly playing him out of position. I think whilst he's coming under Warnock and worked hard defensively, I think... We spoke on the show a few months ago, probably two months ago, about him being more attack-minded, and he's shown that popped up with important goals. So, you know, it's difficult to choose these things with a team who sat mid-table and was struggling against fighting relegation for mm. the first part of the season. I've I've never been as sold on Harris as Blakey is mm. and has been. Um, Probably because Blakey talks him up, and I expect more of him, rightly or wrongly. Oh yeah, I do as well. But he, you know, yeah. I want to see a winger drop a shoulder and show. A, you know, I'm not sure he's if he has got that in this game. I'm not seeing enough of it. Yeah, you know. And yet, I go back to that Bristol City away game. Blake and I sat together in the press box for that game, and him and Hoylett were sent on in the second half, and they absolutely turned yeah, the right. game on its head. Mm-hmm. You know, watching them flying down the flanks, mm. and you know, um, it was evident then. How pace, I saw important the, pace was I saw know. the ability there. I've not seen enough of it in the mm. home games, I don't think. Mm. Maybe I'm being harsh on him there. Mm. 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 Okay, well, in, t- in terms of the main award then, uh, I mean, there's 13 official candidates uh, for the official award. There's only just, three for me. Just just in terms of the fact they play, play 20 or more games uh, for the club in the league this season. But do, do you look beyond Saul Bamba, Aaron Gunnison, Kenneth Saul? No. Anybody else, Paul, you would add to those three who... No, we'll differ on the winner. Because <laughs> I'm going to say it again. For me, it's Kenneth Zahor. <laughs> Welcome to the Kenneth Zahor Show. Just because the hope that he has offered to that football club and the fans for next season, he has just come through. It's like having a £10 million signing there all of a sudden who's come in. He's got presence. He's good in the air. He scores wonder goals. If he can add the softer goals to his game you've got one heck of a footballer there I honestly didn't know was there and it's just flourished in 2017 in particular and 
I appreciate he's not played as many games as the rest and player of the season should be over the course of the season and of course you can put the case for Sol Bamman Aaron Gunnarsson in particular that one of those two will win it in my eyes mm. but for the hope that he has offered moving forward in what's been a very up and down season at best that's ended in mediocrity um, he's been my standout player and the player that I enjoy most watching at that club now so for me, for me Zahora is the player of the season he's done enough in three months in my eyes to, to win that award although clearly I accept that Bamba or Gunnison will get it and I totally understand that logic well for me that's exactly right for me it's Bamba or or Gunnison which one which one if I had to say I've said on record already the reasons why I picked Bamba over Gunnison is because whilst Gunnison was in the team before Bamba arrived there was no uplift whilst Bamba came in he picked up Gunnison and the rest of the team and they've got to where they are today. Mm. So for he me, he almost provided that thing, that magical thing for the fans in a different way. He, didn't he? Well, what he provided for the fans was someone who was willing to do anything and everything. For yeah, the he was a cult and, from game one, wasn't he? Yes, and not only do it himself, but also pick up all his teammates around him and make sure they were doing their jobs also, which then encouraged Gunnison to come back to life and say, right, I've got someone behind me who's leader, who's you know going to give it is so I'm going to now join the party so for me Bamba ahead of Gunnison but hey the way Gunnison's been playing recently on top mm. I'd understand if people say Gunnison um, and I'm not really bothered I, I I even understand Paul's argument that in a drab season you're looking because that, that yeah. like I just said this game is about entertaining and you want to go home and talk to your kids and, and, and be on a Saturday evening when you're out on a meal with your kids, you want to be buzzing and saying, oh yeah, well, you know, well, you know, that doesn't really come from defensive displays or, you know, organising or, you know, leading. That comes from the goal scorers. That's why they paid the most money. So I understand mm. Paul's point of view as well. But for me, if I was in the dressing room, I would think the most important person who's come into the club and or is in the team would be my who I would have as captain and leader is Bamba. Mm, and he hasn't really dropped, that was the thing all the Leeds fans said, wasn't it? It was like, oh yeah, get excited now, he's always good to start off with, but give it a couple of months and you'll see the real Saul Bamba, but he's You almost think there's another level to go up on him, I think. I think, because you've got to always think, I always say, when a player doesn't have a play pre-season, you'll never see the best of him. Now, I think this season, because I would have thought Neil's pre-seasons are hard, Right, because he's a bit old school, yeah, which yeah. is great for the championship. Trust me, hard. Some of the old school running we used to do, not just the modern day running. You need some of that stuff in your legs. So for me, if Bamba has a good preseason, stays free of injury, I think you'll see an even better player next year. That's my prediction. Hmm. Anything to add, Paul? No, only that you wouldn't have thought... Just Kenneth Zahor. <laughs> <laughs> no Kenneth Zahor, that's all I'm you, would, you wouldn't have thought that Kenneth were short of centre-backs when yeah. Warnock came in. Remember asking him at his first press conference, you know, what he thought of the squad and the centre-backs, and you could tell straight away he wasn't happy, which surprised me when you had Sean Morrison, Bruno Manga, Matt Connolly there, Peltier could play there as well. But he clearly 
immediately brought in Bamba, thought Bamba could offer something to the team, which are the leadership skills that, that Blakey's talking about. The, the other thing I would add is that with Bamba, Gunnarsson and Zahora <laughs> and a top goalkeeper to come in, one hopes, that's a heck of a spine for next season, in my opinion, for the Championship. Mm. Yeah, there's a, there's a lad um, just left Milton Keynes, or leaving Milton Keynes, <coughs> uh, goalkeeper. Do you know what I'm talking about? No. Uh, David <laughs> Martin, I think his name is. Is it David Marshall? Oh, no, David know. Martin, goalkeeper. Right. He's leaving at the end of the season. Highly, highly thought of at, at uh, Milton Keynes, leaving at the end of the season. I'm just thinking, I wonder if um, our Mr. Warnock has been in touch and tapped him up, someone like that. We'll explore that one. Mm. Mm. Almost like you almost have to get basing that on a bit of information. No, mate, it's just, you know, I just look and think, hmm, championship, he's a League One player, clearly can play in the championship, has done, played over 300, 300, yeah, 300, 300 games, 329. Yeah, I've done my research, mate. But it's, it's, I mean, I, I say these things, but this is what I'm saying, that if Cardiff had a proper scouting network, or have a proper scouting all this should be identified so if it isn't they listen to our show as we know they do Paul John and they'll find these things out and then probably go and explore them but you know these are rumours that you should be bringing that you've heard from within the club mm. you know mm. ok and what about uh, another award that's not on the official uh, list as you would probably expect biggest disappointment of the season Biggest disappointment of the season for me was the beginning. No, well, like, yeah, well, yeah. No, 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 I'll tell you. And let Give me some individuals. Let me, Give me some names. Well, Paul Trollope. The day he said, the Wales way, the day I knew we were bang in trouble, which was before the season started. Hmm. Right? And that is most... I remember speaking with uh, one of the boys at... The beep and him saying how good they were pre-season and how much better and you know because you can see what they're trying to do and passing the ball around the back and I said yeah but that's in our own half outside our 18-yard box the idea is to score at the other end if they're doing that on the other 18-yard box passing about and making openings and creating chances great but I don't see what you're seeing and it, you know I hate to say it but I was proved to be right so for me the biggest disappointment was the beginning you know we I don't think we had an idea on our signings I think I thought I was put this way for Neil Warner to come in and identify straight away you need a you need a rock in the back who's going to organise you know it was clearly evident you know lack of pace clearly evident so I look at Charles and think I think you just came back from the Euros kind of floating and I understand that, but I don't think you came down from cloud nine and actually got your feet back on the floor and said, right, let me look at this holistically and let me see what needs to be sorted out. Because you look at, like we mentioned earlier, the Ricky Lambert signing, a lot of people got excited, but they were putting all their eggs in his basket, mm. but then didn't have no one within the team or the squad who was, you know, going to compliment his style. Yeah, yeah. So... That's a disappointment for me. Yeah. Well, justified as well, isn't it? He's going to beat me up on that one, aren't you, John? No, no, no. Makes makes good sense. Um, I'd say the obvious one of Ricky Lambert 
given what we were talking about earlier, that he came here with such hype and expectancy and dressing room leader, all that sort of thing again. I think he's got four goals. Um, hasn't started a game since Fulham in the FA Cup, which was an abject performance, which is probably... Two addictive. at Rotherham, wasn't it? Two, got at two, Rotherham. two at Rotherham um, back in November time, I think mm. it was, or October time. Um, the good. other one that's a big disappointment was, was Richardson. Yeah. yeah. Who, who Schumach. Who, Schumach to a lesser degree, but Richardson, who, you know, I know Nathan, I, I read, really I, highly I obviously maybe, he, maybe yeah. you influenced me a bit on that yeah again. yeah yeah, yeah. But, but no I mean he came again with a good pedigree mm-hmm. he seemed to have the sort of game card if needed mm-hmm. and what happened there well, just, I don't know just, because he had the option of playing to, you know he had the option of playing him left side midfield central midfield left back as cover if you needed to he, you know he could cover he could sit in a number six but he's been at the top of the pile he understands the game he's still got decent legs so I don't know I don't know but I've said before there's, there's, there seems to be a problem at Cardiff that players come and do not play to their potential look at Kenneth Zohar he's been here two three years before you've seen his true potential it's taken an old school manager to come in and because if Neil Warnock don't come in you don't see Kenneth Zohar he's gone by the end of this season I guarantee it mm. okay so you've got, I've always, there's a fundamental, there was a fundamental issue with why players are coming in and not performing to the best of their ability. In my opinion, I think we've had too many weak managers who basically the dressing room was running the club or running, running the team, running, you know, we like this manager so we'll keep him. We'll try just enough to keep him in his job, but, you know, we're not going to go that extra yard. Now, with this manager, if you're not prepared to give it all, see you later. Big difference, very big difference. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. look where we are on the table. After what signing, what most people, as you described, Leeds fans said, saw Bamba. Yeah, take him, have him. So if you look at really and truly outside of Saul Bamba, we've not, you look at the team who starts. Bennett, Bamba. There's not much else in there really that wasn't already playing, or wasn't already at the club. Shamak mm-hmm. didn't work. Richardson didn't work. So, mm, yep, yeah, very good points. Very good. To finish the finish the awards, then is actually on, on Sunday night. There'll be a, an outstanding achievement award. And who would you give that to, Paul? What 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 sort of Vincent Tan? Vincent Tan. Vincent Tan for appointing Neil Warnock. And for them, yes, because look, it would have been very easy, well, the results said otherwise, it would have been very easy for Cardiff to stick with Paul Trollope, right? But they were decisive. I know Cardiff were at the bottom, fans were getting restless, but, you know, it was only weeks literally into the tenure, there wasn't a chance really for him to properly implant his way of playing onto the team. Um, but no, they made a decisive decision at the end of the Burton game, I think it was. Um, got rid of him which was one thing but to then appoint Neil Warnock now Cardiff don't have a great history of appointing top managers in recent times right? but they've got this one absolutely spot on and Warnock yeah he's been here X number of months now so let's not take it for granted he absolutely galvanised that club again at a time it desperately needed galvanising Can I s- galvanise the team wasn't it obvious though the appointment so 
Which don't still, you think it was the fans and you got well, I say you guys, us guys in the media who made it painfully obvious that he was the obvious choice. It was like it fitted like hand and glove. Yeah, but so it has been before Blakey, but it hasn't happened. Mm. This time, this time they took the plunge. Mm. Should they not have taken the plunge in the summer? Should it not be the biggest disappointment of the season that they didn't appoint Neil? Well, Warlock you could, you, you yeah. could argue it that way. You could argue it that way. But we are where we are, mm. and, and I would give the board credit mm-hmm. for making that appointment. Um, and also for giving Craig Bellamy the youth job because that's another thing that's galvanised the team or not galvanised it, galvanised the setup a little bit I feel Mm. and you almost feel there's a natural air apparent there in the making who would would, uh, intrigue the fans at the very least there Mm. may be an element of succession (laughs) planning for good or for bad but there may be an element of succession planning in place which hasn't really always been the case at Cardiff City down the, down the decades. So I'd actually, for a change, talk up the board and give this award to Vincent Tan for the appointment of his manager and his new youth guru. There mm. we are. Well, There's certainly contentious what about for you the then, fans. Any, any outstanding achievement or special recognition award you'd like to... Peter Whitner. Maybe his last season for the club. I think he's been... Nigh on fantastic almost every season. It's probably had in what nine, ten seasons, he might have had one or two where he's been, you know, average or below par. But I think, you know, achieving what he set out to do, which was to get the club to the premiership, what happens after that is down to the club. The signing of managers, the signing of players, that's down to the club. So for me, for the service he's given to the club and still continues and I hope will continue to give to the club I would go with um, I would go with Wits mm, I mean this is the thing that's maybe gone under the radar a bit Paul there's no contract being signed there with Peter Whittingham no guarantees either way and it's Cardiff's last home game on Friday night That this this could be it this could be the farewell it really could when did, when did Wits come 2007 um, it, it really could mm. um I'd be good to see him go, mind. I have to say. I know I say don't. he's not going to play every game, but I just think, I'll reiterate, you don't let quality work out of your club if you can help it. If they choose to go, fair enough. But me, you know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be held a ransom, you know, you know, but I would say for what he's done, he deserves a decent... Good, a good wage packet don't take the mick but you know at the same time you're not going to burst the bank to keep him and then like I've said before try and get him involved in the coaching setup. I think he's just I think a lot of Cardiff fans will be beyond gutted to see him walk out of the door you included Paul Wits is a legend but I think mm. I think that you know, and he. Ret- I know this from from the flack I get myself on social media. When all I have done is report stories that I don't think Whittingham will be a regular in the team anymore, which mm. has subsequently proven to be the case. I and agree, the flack yeah. that I've had over that. But I think Cardiff fans have come to accept, apart from his die-hard backers, of which there are still plenty, that that Wits is not a starter in that team anymore. Um, he doesn't have the legs and the mobility and the pace if you like that you need to play the modern day championship game particularly mm. in the deep of winter and so on um, 
While he is there, though, he hangs over other midfielders because he is the most technically gifted footballer at that club. In fact, I'd say he's probably the most beautiful footballer to he watch. Wonderful, you know, um, that I've seen there mm-hmm. over the last decade or so, and that's including players like Bellamy and mm-hmm. Bothroyd, and mm-hmm. I suppose the only other option is Kumas, I would guess. Mm-hmm. But um, now there's a toss-up. Yeah, but obviously Wits gets mm. gets it through longevity. longevity yeah. um, but but it will be interesting because this is Cardiff's last home game now of the season against Newcastle, and there are contract issues surrounding certain players like Whittingham, like Bruno Manga. Is it their farewell? Mm. I'd be interested to see what reaction those players in particular have at the final whistle. You know, is there a wave to the crowd? You know, is there anything we need to read into that? Are Mm. we reading things that are not there? Four and four coming up with five. I agree. I think that because of the um, uncertainty surrounding Whittingham's own future, he would certainly be a very worthy recipient of any special, special merit awards. Um, I give you a trophy. A parallel for me is like I look. And I look at right now, Man United and Wayne Rooney. A very similar situation. Yeah. He knows he's not going to play. Yeah. He knows he's not going to earn the same as what he's earning. Yeah. He knows, you know, if I do play, it's going to be sparingly here and there, or 20 minutes. I might get four games back to back. But then I know my legs can continue to go Saturday, Tuesday, Saturday, Tuesday. So they are ve- they're in very similar circumstances. A legend of the club loved and adored by the fans both of them you know I think it for me it, it, the the player always has control of his of his career but in this circumstance it really is a, you know a family decision for me if I was in Peter's or Wayne's case now I would be sat over with my wife with my kids saying right these are the options what you want to do and if my daughter said dad I don't want to leave here blah 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 blah, the money would be immaterial to me mm. I, would, I would just resign and you know but I'd want more than a year knowing my future I would want the club to be saying okay we're going to give you this year and at the end of this year there's a plan in place for this or this or this yeah. or I would go and say well if you can give me this year and this and this with a view to me doing that, you know, I'm you know, more than happy to stay. So I hope there's those kind of conversations. I hope it's not a, right, yeah, thanks, bye. And, you know, on the face of it, we look like we've done a lot, but behind closed doors, we've done very little. And I hope that that doesn't happen. You know, I hope, you know, they do what clubs should do, always do, in place of giving great service. and honour the boy with an offer that is acceptable you know what I mean but Cardiff Cardiff do need new signings if they're to have this title chasing team that you talk of in 2017-18 they need significant new signings not in terms of numbers but in terms of the quality yeah which is not going to come cheap so I come back to financial fair play again something then has to give in return Mm. and could Lambert and Whittingham be the sacrificial lambs, if yeah. you like. Yeah, I understand um, that. But I think if 
let's say for instance we don't know so we won't go high but let's say he's on five grand a week we know it's higher than that let's say Wits's contract is five grand a week then if I'm the club I don't say well I'll give you a grand a week or I'll give you two grand a week I, I might go just above half then I would say you know because I do value what you can give because it's not just on the pitch people like Whitnam give value it's off the pitch as well so I think if they can if they can give him half to a third of what he's earning now which also helps with the FFP um, then I think he's worthwhile keeping because you look at um, what he can do for you on a pitch and there's going to be times where you would want to be able to bring someone like that on especially you know, Warnock who is massive on set pieces and, and things like that mm, mm. Okay well yeah fingers crossed we'll see what happens uh, with that let's finish really really quickly then with predictions for the, for the Newcastle game oh, Friday night Newcastle already up up to 6,000 fans expected should be a, a lively atmosphere quick prediction 1-1 one, one. they've been average Newcastle of late so 1-1 one, one, I'll call they're still chasing the title. They're four behind Brighton and they need to put pressure on Brighton who I think are playing Bristol City the following yeah, day. I think Brighton will win it. Um, Brighton will surely beat Bristol City so that will clinch the title for Brighton. Um, but you know what? This, this We've talked about the end of season lull, mediocrity. This is exactly the sort of game that Neil Watt will get his team up for where you've got a massive contingent coming down from the North East taking over the majority of the family stand mm. uh, which will be interesting in its own right. I think you'll really get Cardiff up for this one, Blakey. Well, you'll the really players do. will be up for it because yeah. they want to prove that and the other so champions or nine champions, we I, can beat you. I, I think Cardiff might sneak this. Mm. I think they might actually upset the upper cart and win this one 2-1 because it would be typical of Neil Warnock to get a team to achieve a good result against a side of Newcastle's magnitude. Geordie's a hard mind when they, they've already guaranteed promotion so the fans are in party mode, the pressure's off. Okay, whether you're winning or come second, it's important, but the important part has been delivered, you've got promotion. Trust me, 6,000 fans. I've, I remember signing for Sheffield United and then coming down then with 5,000 fans. And what a great set of fans. Mm. They, they are fantastic, are but I'm glad. Great, I'm, great set of fans. I, they I'm, make you. Who's the opposition? They make you play better. I'm gonna and on, on that basis, I'm gonna back, I'm gonna round this off mm-hmm. the way we started it and back Kenneth as a whole <laughs> to <laughs> prove he's Ricky Lambert's ideal stand-in and to score two goals in a two-one Cardiff win. There we are. There we go. Yes, it's, all all folks. it's all about Kenneth. Don't never forget that, please. Oh, Don't ever Sorry. forget that. <laughs> okay, thank you, chaps. We'll, uh, oh, we'll, nice to have you back, by the way, John. Indeed, we're well, King is back. Well. One week, who knows what will happen? Who knows what will happen? You never know. You never know. Just cherish me while I'm here. Oh, I cherish you, baby. Indeed. Okay. Thank you, chaps. We'll leave it there. Thank you uh, for joining us as always. Live coverage of that game on Friday night on Wales Online and the awards on Sunday evening. We'll see you again next time. Take care.